Greetings. Today's Advent devotion from First Baptist Athens is offered by Christopher Adams. The story of the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary is told in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. The passage is being read today from the voice translation. Hear now the voice of Alan Hester inviting God's presence for our devotion. Six months later in Nazareth, a city in the rural province of Galilee, the heavenly messenger Gabriel made another appearance. This time the messenger was sent by God to meet with a virgin named Mary who was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David himself. The messenger entered her home. Greetings. You are favored and the Lord is with you. Among all women on the earth, you have been blessed. The heavenly messenger's words baffled Mary, and she wondered what type of greeting this was. Mary, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. Listen, you are going to become pregnant. You will have a son, and you must name him Savior, or Jesus. Jesus will become the greatest among men, He will be known as the Son of the Most Highest God. God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over the covenant family of Jacob forever. But I have never been with a man. How can this be possible? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Most High will overshadow you. That's why this holy child will be known as not just your son, but also the Son of God. It sounds impossible, but listen. You know your relative Elizabeth has been unable to bear children and is now far too old to be a mother. Yet, she has become pregnant as God willed it. Yes, in three months, she will have a son. So the impossible is possible with God. Here I am, the Lord's humble servant, As you have said, let it be done to me. And the heavenly messenger 
was gone. Greetings. Oh, how I wish we could greet one another in person. How I long for the day we can all share a greeting face to face. Not just in word, but in the tangible touch of one another. Maybe it is the hug of a grandparent. Maybe it is the way a partner or spouse holds your hand. Maybe the hospitable smile of a friend. Or simply, it is the fading, dried ink scribbles of an old letter kept in the bottom of a drawer that you read every so often. But a greeting is never just an isolated word. Whether simple or complex, a greeting can conjure up a myriad of memories of our life together in relationship and in community. A greeting is a leap of faith built on trust in oneself and in another. A greeting invites the presence of another while simultaneously offering of oneself in vulnerability in relationship. Mary, the soon-to-be mother of Christ, knows this well, pondering the greeting of the angel's perplexing message of the son she is soon to bear. What do you hear when you read the story of Mary's life being interrupted with a greeting? When has a greeting changed the trajectory of your life? I remember. Was it the bright fluorescent light or the buzzing of the light bulb that was louder in my mind? I couldn't tell. After a few deep breaths in and out, a knock broke the soft drone of the light above. He strolled in, sat down, and looked at me in the eyes after looking down at my chart, as if he didn't already know what he was going to say. He greeted me with a new reality my 16-year-old self couldn't have imagined. Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. It's not uncommon to hear of it, but it's not common to diagnose it. 0.01% of the world's population has this heart condition. Congrats. My senses had all but gone dead. Only bits and pieces of... You might have to live with it forever. There is medicine, and there is surgery, but hopefully we won't come to that. Fluttered along with the fluorescent light bouncing around in my mind's eye. Thus began a season of pondering. It was, and it was not until we were seated at two-story coffee shop with hot chocolate in my hand that I realized my life was changing before my eyes. My eyes raised, following the steam rising off the warm drink towards the future. For the first time in my life, I had to think about the rest of my life in an emerging reality that was beyond my control. I felt vulnerable, not only to the world, but to myself. It was in that season, a quote, greeting, left me vulnerable to questions of mortality and life beyond our own control. Yet there have been other types of greetings too in my life, like this one, greetings, we would like to congratulate you on your acceptance to the University of Georgia, to the Redcoat Marching Band, to Duke Divinity School. My heart fluttered with a familiar feeling of uncertainty, except this time, hopes and dreams of my life were coming to fruition. I excitedly prepared for new challenges of growth and learning, yearning to continue my discernment of calling and vocation through undergrad, through the performance of music, and through grad school. But once again, I was faced with a vulnerability. In this case, a quote, greeting, was space for vulnerability which challenged me to grow and lean into the gifts 
joys, and loves I express through education, through music, and theology. It doesn't take much to recognize the differences in these vignettes of greetings. Yet the vulnerability that accompanies a greeting is one that challenges us to give and receive the gifts of flourishing to and with one another and our God. Often, we are too perplexed when God calls us out of our lives and into places of transformation beyond our understanding. We think, we're not good enough. Am I really worthy of love? Could they really hold and love that part of me too? A perplexing question thrown into relief by this vignette of Mary revolves around vulnerability. When the interrupting God who, quote, kills and brings to life, who brings down to Sheol and raises up, who makes poor and makes rich, who brings low, who also exalts, greets us. What many of us struggle with the most is the vulnerability of the self that forces us to see ourselves as we are in the eyes of the one who created us, greets us, and calls us good. In this Advent season, I invite you to consider the greeting God places upon you each day in the light of the vulnerable hopes, fears, joys, and sorrows of being part of this good creation. As we anticipate the vulnerable Christ child with Mary and Joseph, may we consider a vulnerable faith, which not only calls us to love our neighbors and our planet, but also calls us to love ourselves as gifted, as loved, and worthy of receiving love. Finally, my prayer today is this. God, today we ask for a word of greeting in this season of waiting. Anticipating the presence of Christ who shares in our hope, embodies the love we seek, and calls us into a world that is too dangerous for anything but love. Amen. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you.